again. Welcome to Latinas Be Like Us. Welcome, welcome. Lizzie Luna, I am so excited to talk to you today. Uh, we have a new guest. Hello from Arizona. How are you? Hi, Valu. I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be on your podcast as well. Thank you so much for joining. So why don't we just introduce the audience? Uh, who is Lizzie Luna? And then we'll get started. Sounds good? Perfect. All right. So... Lizzie Luna is a visual creative artist turned stay-at-home mom and content creator. Lizzie is passionate about wellness, nutrition, and living a holistic life. Can we talk about the journey from being a visual creative and that moment when you decided to be a stay-at-home mom and how do you combine that with your content creation? Right. So I have always been an artist and you're an artist, so I'm sure you understand from birth, you you want to make and create all the time. So I spent my entire life, you know, doing visual arts, like painting, and then graphic arts. So multifaceted, I've never just boxed myself in. I did go to school for fine art. So painting is my main medium. However, I've done lots of other things. And I feel that it kind of made motherhood intertwined seamlessly into my life because of that, because I've always been hands-on and I've always, you know, just explored and I like to get my hands dirty, basically. Mm -hmm. So I, I was working as an art instructor when I got pregnant. Whenever I got pregnant with my first child, I was still teaching classes and my classes were for children and adults. So a lot of the time what that meant is that I worked all day. So I worked like 12 hour days and kind of had a wacky schedule like a lot of creatives do. When I, Whenever I found that I was pregnant, I decided that I was going to step back a little bit. So I was still doing a little bit of tutoring on the side, but I actually had another job. I got a job as an admin at a rec, uh, at a media school. So I was an education admin, which was a lot more of like a laid back job where I'm sitting more, it's an office job. And then the pandemic hit, so I worked from home. And that's kind of where I began my stay at home mother journey because I was working from home. And whenever my baby came, I just got so attached. I could not go back to work after that. I left that job, I resigned, and I decided, you know, we're going to spend as much time as we can together while we can, and while it's possible for us, because it's not always possible. So I decided, let's take advantage. Let's, you know, have this, let's go on this ride of motherhood and being stay at home. I'm taking from this conversation that the once, you know, the restrictions were lift off, uh, they were asking you to go back to the office? Yes, yes. Wow. And that's just something I wasn't willing to do at that point because I, you know, my husband and I, we looked at our finances. It's kind of tight, but we're like, we're never going to get this time back. You know, and my child is, I'm hanging out with her every day. I'm having a blast. It's hard, but I don't want to leave her with anybody else. I want to be here with her. And I know that most parents, given that opportunity, would take it. So I decided to just go for it. And I'm here three years later and I'm still doing it. I did not think that this was, I always thought I was going to be a working mother, Velu. Like I did not think that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. So now I'm here doing it 
and my mindset is always like if you're gonna do something like go all in like I dove in at first it was you know a lot of learning curves I'm still learning every single day but I'm really enjoying the process of learning and becoming a different person because this is a different challenge like any other that I've never had. Now, let's talk about the the content creation because I know, so if, whenever I'm not working, I'm with my baby. Whenever I'm not doing podcasts, I'm with my baby. Whenever I'm not recording, I'm with my baby. So how do you, I guess, find the time or schedule time around to do your things to continue to, to do, to be you in that sense. Right. I mean, it's a really hard balance. You described it really well. You know, when I'm not on camera, I'm with my babies. Sometimes it is very difficult for me to record because I choose not to put my children on the internet for privacy reasons. I'm just very protective in that sense. And it is hard because they're with me 24 seven. So we have built up some, boundaries really in my household where when my partner my husband is not working when he's on break when my mother-in-law helps us a lot um whenever she's available those are the times when I will be recording um and then there are times where you know my kids are getting a little bit older so they do kind of understand that you know mommy does this content creation thing because I talk to them I tell I tell them like you know mommy's doing her videos and you know ahorita no vamos a hablar you know we're gonna be a little quiet right now and it's quiet time and it it does get challenging because I also don't like to have a lot of screen time with the babies because my kids turn to zombies when they're watching tv like they they'll like just completely like disappear so for me it's very important to keep them stimulated because they are like you know more energetic and I like that aspect of it so for me What I do is I try to incorporate my content creation into my daily lifestyle. So the angles of the camera, sometimes they're not the best, but they're what I can get away with right now. They're what I can do best. And my kids are around. They're around, even if they're not in the videos, like they are, you know, running by, they're talking to me. Sometimes I cut things out, but I do try to mesh my content creation into my daily life so that it flows evenly. And sometimes it doesn't work out. I start a video, like I'm going to do a vlog and then, you know, somebody has a meltdown, somebody poops. It's just, it's too much. So I say, you know what? It was not the time to record right now and that's okay. And I have to scrap it and I have to be okay with that because I'm a parent first and I'm a content creator second, like always, like whatever they, they kind of do decide how the day is going to go for me. And if I'm going to be able to film because every day, Their needs change. Sometimes my three-year-old needs me a little bit more. Sometimes my one-year-old needs me a little bit more. And that's priority to me over getting a video out, even if I have like, you know, I have to get it out because I really do like to organize my schedule. I have written down what videos I would like to record and when I would like to publish them. And sometimes that doesn't work out and I have to be okay with that. What you just said sounds so familiar to what I have to go through my life. Um, I mean, the fact that you and I have uh, supportive partners helps a lot. And yes, it's uh, <laughs> it's a balance between, you know, for example, right now, like we're recording, my husband is out there with, with my baby. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, as a content creator, you have 
to have a certain time, like certain like time windows where you you want to publish because you know like the algorithms, blah 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 blah. So it is a lot of stress in that regard. But yes, I mean I think uh, what you say it's absolutely true. You know when it when it comes to being a mom, um, that that is first, and you have to find time. And so they 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 kind of decide a little bit when and and how and what can what you can do throughout oh, yeah. throughout your day <laughs> yeah. um, which is you know it's fine it's, it's it's part of motherhood um i i know that some of your videos are very very focused on food and yes. holistic life yes talk to me about that did you always figure out that you wanted to focus on that as content creation once you became a stay-at-home mom or was that some sort of self-discovery did you just wanted to try different things and you say, okay, I really feel comfortable in this arena and I'm really going to focus on this. Yes. So food is very important to me. I, I could not cook to save my life when I became a stay at home mom. I really like in the kitchen growing up, my mom was always like the mom that was like, no, no, necesito ayuda. No, por favor. Like, please get out of the kitchen. Like that was her time. And I understand it now. Now that I'm a mother, I understand it. But I did not know how to cook. So I did a lot of research and I watched a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of like mom content creators on YouTube for recipes when I first became a parent, because I'm like, how am I going to feed this kid? You know, like I can't, you know, I don't eat fast food. I have always cooked at home, even if it wasn't the best. So I began with learning how to cook nutrient dense meals for my toddler specifically for when my three year old was starting to eat solids. I wanted to do baby led weaning. So that's kind of where I began. I was already eating consciously at that point. I like I had said, you know, I don't want fast food in my house. I don't want, you know, foods that are overly processed. And it's not because of there's a fear of that food because I ate that food and I enjoyed it when I did. The main reasoning for it is that I just want to eat in a conscious way. Why am I putting this food in my body? Does it make me happy? Is it going to help me in the long run? Like I like my bio states, I really believe in preventative health. There are a lot of health issues in my family, so that's them that I believe that that has a big it has a big impact on the way that I eat and the way that I feed my family because I don't want us to be able to prevent something because a lot of the diseases that are found within my family, like diabetes, type two, these are preventable diseases. This is something that you get over time when you're eating foods that are not good for you. And, you know, foods that I like when I was in college, like going to Taco Bell and things like that. Now with my kids, they have, they do eat out, you know, we, we go to restaurants. So I'm not like, you know, super strict in that regard. But for our daily food, it's very important to me that they get their nutrition and tambien because I couldn't always afford to eat the way that I wanted to eat. And I can right now. So I'm very grateful, blessed, and I want to be able to provide that nutrition for my family because there was a time where I could just eat ramen noodles and that was it. And like there was nothing else. And I wanted to be more health conscious. I wanted to be not for the weight loss, not because it was a trend, but for my body, I wanted to honor her. I wanted to treat myself well, and I really couldn't. I didn't have the resources to do it. So now that I can, and my husband's on the same page, we both kind of grew up the same way. We feel so blessed and grateful to be able to eat that way and to provide our kids 
with a good foundation for later on in life, if they want to decide to go, you know, another route, eat differently, that's okay. But, you know, they learned about nutrition at an early age. So they're not in the dark about it. Like, I feel like I was in the dark. Like, I thought, you know, eating ensaladas, eating salads, eating, you know, just eating carrots was healthy to me back then. That's what I thought was health foods. But now that I'm kind of diving more into it, I realize there's just a lot of more, there's a lot more nutrition out there for us that's more valuable. And it doesn't necessarily have to be all vegetables. You don't have to be vegan. You don't have to, you know, live a really, you know, luxurious life to eat well. And that's one of the places in our life where we do spend a little bit more money is with our food because it's that valuable to us. I'm glad that you're able to to do that for your family. And um, and I really love your videos because they they it's it's very refreshing and it's it's very like relaxed because you're talking about the food but you're also you know like trying to make sure that you inform people of what kind of ingredients and what you're doing it so um for anyone who's listening please go and follow lizzie luna let's talk about motherhood you say that creating a new painting is like motherhood when and where did you came up with that analogy well i came up with that analogy before I had children, but in a different regard. So I have always referred to my life as kind of like a big painting because you can start off sketching your painting out, putting your under layers, however you think the painting's gonna go. You you try to plan, at least for me, this is just me because I I tend to shift gears and you know, kind of flow with what I'm doing. So if I feel like, you know what, I don't like the way this is going or, you know, went in another direction, you ha- you kind of have to go with it. You have to change with it and you have to flow in whatever direction makes more sense. Like for me, I'm not going to like force things. I'm not going to resist. If my kid is telling me like, they're not going to sleep tonight, they're not going to sleep tonight. I, it doesn't matter. Like I, I can't do anything about that, you know? And that's how I feel about my art sometimes, you know, I would get frustrated because it's not coming out how I wanted it to. And that's why I say it's really about the process because you go through a process in motherhood where you think you're going to be this kind of parent and then you develop into a new character because you had no idea what you were getting into to begin with. So how are you going to plan for something that is completely something that you've never experienced before? I had never, I didn't have any friends that were parents. I was one of the first in my group. So for me, I had all these ideas of how I was going to do things. I think I started off as like what they call a sad beige mom, like with a very neutral aesthetic. And like, I wanted everything like one way. And then as I grew as a parent, I was like, I want my kids, I want to do what they want to do, you know? So I want to put them at the center and kind of take myself out of the equation. I'm a background character. This is their childhood. I'm just like one of the characters in their childhood. So I let go a little bit. And that's kind of what you have to do when you're starting a painting or when you're going with a painting, you let go of control a little bit because everything cannot be exactly how you had planned it to be. And especially in life and motherhood. I love that. And, you know, I think that can be also said for any sort of creative process, right? Yes. Say a a song, a movie, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a video that you're working on. And and it's so funny you said that you were planning to be a beige mom and then, you know, it turned out to be into a colorful 
um, you know, like rainbow mom. So that's yeah, we're a rainbow mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it's basically you have to go with the flow. You have to go the, with the flow. You have to give in and accept that this is the reality and that you are a character in your child's growing up. Mm -hmm. so, it's their childhood. You know, you're just facilitating it you're you're making it go but I want them to remember like the magic of childhood you know and like like I said I started off with a certain idea like I wanted this neutral aesthetic I wanted things to be like you know a, a Instagram mom a Pinterest mom and then as I go through I'm like I don't have the energy for this I can't keep up like I don't have the funds the energy I need to focus on what I can control and what I can do and that's that's where I had a big turning point is where I'm like okay I can make this a good day for us I can you know put a smile on their faces by you know we're blowing bubbles outside in the backyard or we got a pool in the backyard and we're drawing with chalk on our wall because we have concrete walls here in the Arizona and that you know that became more of a priority to me than having like an aesthetic life that you know a lot of us content creators I'm sure you have thought about it we all think about it where we're like am I ready to be on social media am I content ready like do I have an appearance that makes me look like a content creator you do because there's so many different types of content creators that's what I'm learning as I go Lizzie what do you want people to take from this conversation and what is one advice that you have to new mothers or to mothers that maybe are struggling finding out who they are, what do you want people to know? I would like from my conversation with you that people would take, it's not that serious. It's never that serious. Like whatever ideas you have of motherhood or whatever stresses that society has put on you or what ideas you think that you have to confine yourself into, that's all BS. Like none of that really matters. Cause when you're in it, it's you, your baby and your family, your husband, your partner, whoever it is, it's you guys. And the, you're the ones going through it. So don't try to fit yourself into a box where that box wasn't even meant for you. You know, you have to make your own, make your own motherhood because the way I parent my children and the way that I go about motherhood might not work for somebody else because we have different values, different things that we put on, you know, high regard, we have different ways of looking at life. So you can take bits and pieces from different creators, different mothers, different, you know, advice that people give you, but you're always going to form your own way of motherhood. And that's the right way for you. It's always unique. It's different. And I think the uniqueness of motherhood is something that we don't talk about a lot. Like a lot of us go on, even, you know, on Instagram, we'll see like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be buying for your babies. And if you don't do it this way, you're probably not doing it right. And that's not right. You know, that's, that's not the truth. The truth of it is that we're all individuals and we forge our own paths. And that's the beauty of it, really. Like, it would be so boring if every family came from the same place and we all had the same story when we get together. Like, that's that's not interesting. It's interesting to me that my husband and I grew up in really different ways. We were raised completely differently, different families, different ethnicities. And that's what's going to happen with my kids. They're going to go out into the world with what we taught them here in our home 
and they're going to mesh and intertwine with others that have different ways of life. And that's what makes life beautiful is the uniqueness of our paths. You heard it from Lizzie. Don't be afraid to be unique. Yeah. Motherhood is about being yourself and free from critiques, free from being perfect because nothing is perfect in this world. And um, please follow Lizzie. Where can we find you? I know we can find you on TikTok. Can we find you anywhere else? And what's your yeah. username? How can we find you? Yes, you can find me on TikTok, as Valu said, and Instagram. I have the same handle. So it's Soul Luna Mama. So S O L dot L U N A dot Mama M O M M A. And it's the same handle all across my platforms. I did start a YouTube channel. I am looking to get into posting more content there, but you know, one step at a time. I'm, I'm happy where I'm at on TikTok. I'm so glad we got to talk and I'm so glad I got to learn more about you and about what it means to be a mother to you. Thank you, Valu. I appreciate it.